Just a note, this is part two of episode eight. So you, you talked about the African sounds being unique. Mm-hmm. And it is. So like, I don't know, you can hear it and there's just like this beat or this tune and, and it's like, fuck, and you just feel like you want to like, move and groove to it and it's like wow that's so cool Mm. and even with your stuff and listening to your afro-funk style Mm. like it's such a beautiful it's it's a beautiful sound and i remember uh and and just for people listening so the other thing tabani's done is he's been on quite a few tracks that you've probably heard and you probably hear every day on the radio (laughs) and i remember sending you a message on ig and just like hey were you on the new um Robruha song oh yeah yeah and and there's just this unique sound that you have and the fact that i could pick that up and i was like it's like it it, wow. it was like it's, it's like the greatest compliment ever you know <laughs> like somebody's just like randomly like is that you on the radio <laughs> yeah. you know and i'm like what song are you listening to <laughs> yeah. it's like this song and i'm like Oh yeah, that's me. <laughs> but like, yeah, it, um, it's 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 a great musical pursuit, isn't it? Like, um, to make a statement, a musical statement that is unique to you, um, and that I'm beginning to have conversations like that. You know, like yeah. the one we had, where it was like, "Hey, man, that that sounds like you." <laughs> yeah. um, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Roland uh, Williams, great singer, beautiful singer. Um, there's a Catch a Fire song uh, he heard and he was like, fam, that sounds like you. That's you, right? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, fam, that was me, that was me. Yeah, yeah, and, and um, it's, it's, uh, it's a really, um, it's, it's nice to get that affirmation um, that the work you put in uh, and the care that you put in begins to kind of yield uh, that, that voice because uh, we, 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 I think mu- musically, or art, we've, we strive to have some, to, to make some kind of statement that is yeah. quite unique to us. Yeah. And like, um, like speaking to the music, you know, and I'm like at a very fledgling stage with, with making my own music. Yeah. Um, and the, the, the joy thing that you're talking about, like the groove and fun thing, <laughs> It's something that just for me, uh, I feel like I've always heard. Yeah. Um, and even when we listen to music from, I'll speak to specifically Southern Africa. There's always a, a feeling of um, an upbeat feeling, a feeling of hope. Um, I like I, now that I, like, I think about some of the, the artists from home, like um, Thomas Mapfumo, the guy I was, I was I was saying about earlier. A lot of his music. If, when you listen to it and you don't know the language in it, you don't know what the message of the lyric is. Yeah. But you listen to it and you're like, man, yeah, this stuff feels <laughs> great, you know. Um, uh, and, and he could be addressing any number of subjects from back then in the 70s. It would have been um, the fight that was going on and the injustices, or um, uh, you know, later on. Um, Man, I'm trying to think of the lyrics now, like so that I don't like tell lies. Yeah. <laughs> but like, um, he, oh man, he'll just like maybe it'll just be like some upbeat content uh, on like 
just a day-to-day thing yeah. and it's real um it's just it always feels upbeat even even though the lyric might be said might be might might be asking you to think about something and i've always identified with that um but also there's like artists from like from zimbabwe um uh the late oliver mtukudzi and oliver mtukudzi i remember watching an interview he did on npr uh where he was talking uh he was being asked a whole bunch of questions about his music and he said something that was super powerful about how um because he he had the, the opportunity to he had kind of he was part of that generation that grew up in the village and then was part of this urban sorry rural to urban yeah. migration because yeah. um the city became the place where you where you had to go to 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 make a living or whatever and so he grew up with the traditions and the traditional music and he was like yeah we don't make music unless there there is a reason to talk about something or a reason to make the music yeah. and like he his thing was uh throughout his career was always to have a message mm. a story um and i i really really identify very strongly with that um because of um the instrumental nature man i say um a lot <laughs> don't i like i just want to apologize to everybody listening um <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> just just I, I when I edit I edit out all my ums. <laughs> so when I leave and so when people listen they don't realize that I say yeah. Yeah. I edit them out Ooh, all the child. time. Ooh, <laughs> he says um <laughs> yeah. um the uh but like this the the story part of uh, telling story is so important especially because I make instrumental music. Like I could play a piece of music for you and you could form uh, an image in your mind yeah. right and it'll be a legitimate image yeah. it evokes a certain emotion i hope it evokes a certain emotion yeah. in you as the listener or from you ah english and <laughs> um the idea that i could tell you a story though yeah. and maybe not like a highly detailed story but just let you know hey this is associated with this i feel like it gives the listeners a, a an even more like um i don't know a, a bigger chance or greater chance to buy into why it is i made a piece of music or what what after i made the piece of music what i associated those yeah. sounds with and um realizing that this has always been a thing um traditionally with the music it just is like oh okay this is absolutely natural and yeah. um it's an affirmation that like this belongs in the music so that's been really dope yeah and and that's definitely something well that i i've experienced listening to your music is is i can feel and you can feel the different emotions and like it takes you like on that journey you were saying it takes you through the story or what you're trying to portray or you're trying to get the listener to hear but it's yeah it's such a beautiful thing when you can just sit there and appreciate the sounds that are coming through your ears and and just appreciate the time and energy and effort that that artist put into their music into the music yeah and so it's 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 such a beautiful thing and and because you you had your another show last week which i was so gutted i couldn't attend that one because just hearing you play 
and I think it's more when I hear you play your stuff, mm. your own music, that it's like, it's, it, I don't know what it is about it. Mm. And I think as much as I love when I get to see you gig at all these different festivals right. and you playing with all these different bands, the freedom you have in your own music mm. is it's so different to when, when I get to hear you or see you playing with another with band. Another yeah, mm -hmm. because it's not yours. It's not, and I am in that creative space to offer support to the vision of yeah. that artist. Yeah. Um, whether, yeah, I mean, whether it be playing in the band Catchify or, oh goodness, he's dropped that name a lot of times, hasn't <laughs> he? Uh, or, or playing for an artist like uh, Stan Walker or uh, Victor Hawkins. <laughs> OMG, if you haven't heard this cat, killing, killing. I'm just going to drop that name again. I, I think um, he goes by Hawkins. H-A-W-K-I-N-S. Such a awesome <laughs> artist um, and great friend of mine. Uh, the opportunity to be in those spaces um, and offer them support for this creative thing that they're doing is, is so dope. And it, um, I'm asked to, within the confines of uh, whether it's a style that they want to go with, I, I, I explore the saxophone or my sound on the saxophone within those those limits. You know, whether it's an upbeat like uh, uh, "Gimme, Gimme," <laughs> you know, or uh, or, or, or maybe like a, a slow song or whatever it may be, versus um, in my own group, um, anything goes. Because now it's you, Tabani. You better make something of this thing. What do you think, Tabani? And that's, that's... Firstly, thank you. Um, I'm glad that it's, uh, it's working and that uh, it communicates something of value to you. Um, even when it's just even if it's one person who ever says this to me in my life you know um that that means a lot you know it, it's, it's it, it, uh, creative people strive for it and, and, so thank you um and yeah it's uh i'm glad it's working i've made a commitment to be more proactive about sharing music in the past um it's been a case of uh wherever the opportunity presents itself because um the, the kind of the primary place that I do my work is uh, as, a, as a session musician and a support system for other artists. Um, and now I'm I'm realizing that uh, I think these lockdowns have been also good for that. Like just in the way that losing a gig was the reason I started trying to write music. Going into these lockdowns has um, meant that oh wait I have even more free time. How do <laughs> <laughs> How do I use this time? Um, so that that's that's meant I've had to think about how I'm going about it. Uh, uh, so th my commitment this year, I had a really great conversation with um, uh, uh, one of these cats who runs a record label, and he was like, "Man, um, you should you should just commit to like playing a lot more because." If people know you are trying to share, it's easier for them to know, uh, to try to come out and, and, 
check something out and for example you say to me oh i didn't manage to come last week i can be like it's okay <laughs> i'm playing again next month oh, yes. on this date you know <laughs> yeah. and if you can't make that one it's okay <laughs> i'm playing the month after on this <laughs> other date you know yes. um uh and it's it, i think it, it it puts a lot less uh it i don't know it creates this really great relationship between us as as like a person who creates and person who wants to listen um but uh, it makes me think of it in a, a, a more serious way as a more oh wait you care about this thing and you're going to seriously share it yeah. uh or come and have quarter or about yeah. uh the, the co-papa behind why it is you make this 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 thing and and give the things you believe in a chance yeah. you know so um yeah now that that's so cool and so awesome because i guess for me and, and my knowledge of the Ahmadi and my ideal and stuff like mm. that, I love sharing it mm. because there's so many people that are willing to listen or they want to know more mm. or they want to hear more or and it's something that I'm and, and there'll be people who disagree with me but I'm one of those people that if if someone's willing to know or someone's willing to do better i'm so for that and i'm open to share my knowledge and hence why i do the stuff on all these tv shows and things because i've found that over the years people want to change right but they'll gatekeep their knowledge mm. and they'll gatekeep so much but they'll they'll stand there and say why do they not do this and why is this happening and da 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 where were you when they needed the knowledge oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you were the one who closed your doors yes. to share with them so they we had to go about it their own way because you weren't willing yeah. and you wanted to hold on to everything you had mm-hmm. which could have made that project or that thing so much, so better, much better if you just helped them exactly. and and so i'm that person i'm so all for if someone comes to me and say hey can you just give me some tikanga or can you just break down this for me I'm all for mm-hmm. helping them because my thing is if we're going to talk about wanting change we've got to help make that change, make that change. yeah yeah and that's why I, I, I think this quarter with you has been so eye-opening and, and such a new awakening within me because there's so many elements of even though you're talking about the music there are so many elements and so many similarities and what we go through as, as indigenous people mm-hmm. as well. So I love that you you merged the two together. Your your love and passion for your music, but your love and passion for your culture and your people as well. Mm. Because I think that's that's a uniqueness about you that so many people won't be able to do. And so for me, I have always loved puro, so our Māori instruments. Mm-hmm. Can't play them, but I yet, will sit. Yet. <laughs> yeah. Yet. Yes. I, I, yeah, that, that yet word is, is the thing. Like, I love the word yet. Yeah, yet. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, you were saying. Yeah, so I've, I've always just loved and appreciated just sitting there and just, like, I don't know what it is, but just closing my eyes and just feeling what is coming through that sound. And I think that's why I love, I've always loved jazz, is because you just sit there and you can just close your eyes and you just feel... It's it's a feeling it's a feeling music. Yeah. It, it, 
there's a big move like in, in uh, music education where jazz has become a big part of, of that but I, I feel like there is this thing this, 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 this um, connection to feeling it's a yeah. feeling music yeah and there's there's this one artist she's doing some really cool stuff <laughs> um uh alana goldsmith is her oh, name i love her and 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 um, they've got a project uh goldsmith baines uh, uh her and this piano player his name's mark baines um and she did um a, a university project uh she was working on and i hope she keeps doing like um, i think there's like some protocols she needs to go through um before like uh, uh going going ahead and you know sharing yeah. a lot of this uh, stuff to do with the research she wants to do and has done um but it's very specific to um, Maori musical traditions, and for example, like in including you know uh, uh, instrumentation and exploring these sounds, and it's such beautiful music. It's stunning. It's, yeah. it's incredible stuff. Yeah, it's so it's, and yeah, so it's, it's. I think that's where my love and passion for just listening listening to beautiful music mm -hmm. comes come from is because of our traditional mm. music that I, I just loved sitting there and listening to and I, I'm that person who I listen to the music before I listen to words Yo. and then and then when I start listening to words I'm like oh, oh. shit yeah. it's like that song Heya yeah. Heya yeah. hey is such a sad song yeah. it's a breakup song yeah or, or um uh, you know that song, What a Fool Believes? Sad song. It's like, yeah. it's like this guy meets a girl. He thought these two, the two of them, had like this really dope romantic connection. And she's looking at him like, uh, Sorry, bro. Um, yeah. I'm going to have to go. And we're all here just, What a Fool Believes? Yeah. Like, um, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, you feel it first, right? Yeah. Hard outs. And I've always been that way. I've always, <laughs> like, Growing up, and I listened to all this random stuff, and my parents were like, "What is? What are you listening to?" Right. It's like, what do you mean? They're like, "Do you not hear the words?" <laughs> nope. <Yeah. laughs> it's, like, it's like doom, 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 <laughs> yeah. doom, 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 and you're like, years later, whoa, 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 yeah. <laughs> right at the top of the song, yeah. <laughs> right at the top of the song. I wonder if she can tell. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Like, oh, oh, okay, stand back, you're standing, yes, yes, you are standing, never, never noticed, until like, way into adulthood, and you're like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, and it's, yeah, it's just such a beautiful thing, and I'm so glad that you've been able to share your, uh, your culture, and, and who you are, through your music. Mm. It's also been a, a discovery thing. I have had a mostly urban upbringing um, because of circumstances. Yeah. Uh, certainly not through any fault of like families or. Sorry, the English language. Let's try that again. <laughs> it is not through any fault of family, parents, or uh, uh, grandparents, or anybody's, uh, you know, lack of desire. To, to give uh, me an education in the traditions of my people, yeah. but uh, circumstance. Um, and so there's holes in my knowledge and music has allowed me to be able to, 
to dive in and, yeah. and, and investigate and find out things I didn't know. Yeah. Find out connections that I, I, I didn't even realize existed. So, mm. yeah, it, m- music has been my teacher in more ways than I, I can imagine. And it's been epic. Yeah. And I guess that's the same with like with all these translations of, of Waiata that have come out over the last couple of years with Eko, especially with the last album where they released the docker as well, mm-hmm. where the artists were able to share uh, their journey of not just translating the song, but also their journey of finding who they were. Yeah. So like with Shafu and his corridor yeah. and oh, and their name has gone out of my head. Drex Project. Oh yeah. Yeah. But just listening to their corridor about where the journey took them yeah. and finding who they were who they are yeah it's 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 extremely powerful um as a person who's grown up with um like the, the our my native language just it's it's so highly normalized in everyday everything you yeah. know um it's exciting for me to see how it's beginning to become uh, fashionable Uh, and I'm personally I'm a full believer of whatever it takes and if it's because it's fashionable you know or social media or trends or whatever it takes if, if if that's what kind of pushes things across some kind of finish line or some kind of start really we want to keep going past the start line don't we um I, I think this is phenomenal and it's exciting <laughs> for your editing session <laughs> I took a long pause there because I have a slightly controversial opinion <laughs> there's a there's a, uh, a record um, that uh, Lord did and I think it was very divisive um, the decision to put out a Reo version of the album um, This is just my opinion. Um, I feel like there was uh, a valid uh, uh, desire by the artist to kind of um, say, hey man, this is how I, I, I identify as being yeah. completely from this, this, this nation. And I, I don't think of myself as just Kiwi, which is great. <laughs> However, my criticism is that um, she is a multi-million, yeah. multi-platinum artist. So she's backed by a major label. Yeah. And to me, it felt more like the the label was making a, um, a like a money choice, an economic choice, which um, it's okay because it's business. And like I said earlier, like, at any cost, yeah. you know. Um, but there was a part of me that felt like, you know, it could have been done with some tact. Yeah. Uh, something as simple as produced the real version as um, collaborations yeah. with with artists who are primarily yeah. primarily real yeah. artists, and instantly mm. you're using the 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 strength of this artist's yeah. brand but to to kind of shed light on these other artists who are really dope yeah 
and really worth listening to uh, while also addressing um, her desire maybe to actually be part of this movement and then on top of that just making some money which is I mean I I understand the business whether you want to put that in your (laughs) podcast or um, no that that's that's a really good point and and because I'm not very knowledgeable on the music world and how things happen and stuff like that but I like that quarter because yeah, as soon as the album dropped, there was so much discussion on both sides of the fence on whether it was a good thing, and then there was people who were saying why and blah blah, blah and so it got ripped to shreds. Yeah. Which again is another marketing tool. Yes. Because it's 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 all good it's all good for the for the business. Yeah. Publicity is publicity. Yo. And you've got people talking about this album and so the name comes up, the yeah. album comes up, yeah. and, and so now they're getting free publicity because oh, yeah. someone is talking about it, and then that person starts talking over there, yeah. and so yeah, I just wanna, yeah, I, I, I like that. That that corridor just there is, is so true because yeah, there are so many beautiful Māori artists out mm-hmm. there who uh, don't necessarily get the limelight they deserve. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, I think that's for all artists, especially here in Aotearoa. There's so many beautiful artists that so many people don't know about because they're not getting pushed, like you said, through the big labels. Yeah. And and one one person I do like and love is Ray. Beautiful sounds. Yeah. And the fact that he is pushing Te Reo Māori on a daily basis yes. through his music. And he's a, and he kind of, uh, I remember him doing an interview on... Uh, today tonight uh that was slightly embarrassing i was on that i was was on there (laughs) and i remember how he was saying like man i've been doing this from day dot and like it's become carte blanche but like yeah man i've been about this and it's like you you listen and he's self-producing a lot of this music it's just so much investment can you imagine if a cat like that had had a collab with with someone like lord omg Exactly, and it's like because his very first song wasn't even known in New Zealand, but it blew up in the States. No way. And it was a, a fully in Te Māori. Uh huh. And I came across it because my so my my sister she's all for finding new artists yep. and just listening to the beauty, and she came across it. And yeah, it was blowing up in America. Yet here in New Zealand, no one no had one no idea who he was or what that song even was. But yeah, so that was such a beautiful thing. And then when you've got people like Troy Kingy, who just recently released the song with, oh, what is his name? Beautiful real speaker. Um, uh, it's gone out of my head. Fix it in the edit. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but they released the song was it last week and because the guy Troy worked with he's not a musician grab Kabaka so obviously can sing and stuff right. but just the fact that listening to this Waiata is such a beautiful song mm-hmm. and yeah just seeing Troy collabing with with other people mm-hmm. and just the beauty and Troy King is the man like Yo. he is so beautiful such a chill dude I don't know him personally but like we kind of like always like are doing the old <laughs> passing in the in the same like uh circles and like yeah. um just a fully cool dude yeah and because yeah, I, I got i met him because my so my daughter was on one of the video clips for his visual album oh, that cool. was released yeah, 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 yeah so she's on the very first one. Oh, 
So she's on when he's the little schoolboy. So she's the love interest on that song. <laughs> yeah. And so I yeah, so I got to meet him at the premiere of his visual album that they released, uh, and just seeing him being himself, like gumboots and all, at this on at this major events and straight up kind of dude. Yeah. Just, but just a beautiful soul yeah. uh, and very genuine. No ears. Yeah, and because and my daughter wanted to meet him, and so my sister edited that album. Ah, so cool. she did the visual album. She, so she directed the second club, mm-hmm. but edited the whole visual album. And so with my daughter, she was like, Auntie Baba, can you take me over just to say hello? And she, all she wanted was to say hello to him and just loves Troy and, and his music and stuff. And so my sister took her over, and he was like, oh, Come. Have a photo, like, and just talking to her, because she was just so blown away that he was talking to her that right. he was asking questions, and she was like, "Yeah, yeah," <laughs> or like just nodding her head and like just standing there and all geekiness and stuff like that. But and he just made her feel so appreciated and loved, and the, and and the fact that he like he just said to her, "You are awesome on the video," I'm, and so he gave her props. For being on the, on his song, and so she walked away feeling just like so. I will say, like uh, having with the with all the um, Maori artists that I've worked with, there's definitely always that feeling of um, fam. Yeah. Like um, people, uh, the artists don't treat the audience members like fans. <laughs> it's like it, it's it's an M, not an N. Yeah. You know. Um, like uh, even someone like Stan Walker, who has this, it, it gets like real, like um, it can be quite intense, like yeah. fan vibes. He's still like kind, warm, just like like you like your bro who you're having a chat with, and like he just gives you like this really like I've, I've watched this cat like be just super warm. The boys from Catch a Fire, it's it's almost like their signature, you know. It's like everywhere you go everywhere you know like in the u.s i remember the first time i got to go to the, to the u.s with the with the guys uh when you because like because you're the black guy in the band so like everybody's like hey so tell us about you and you know and you're like doing your little tell your story and then and then they tell they t- they tell you their connection to the band and it's not oh yeah 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 i like this song and it's i have this connection to the guys and and like the guys will be invited over like uh to just come over to somebody's house and kick it or you know it's 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 real family funnel vibes like all around and i feel like it's yeah maybe yeah it's consistent like right across the board i'm not saying that non-maori artists are like different (laughs) or anything but it's just like this 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 um this we thing is is consistent yeah and i think that's that's just something that for us as maori we've just always done Mm -hmm. that's that's just how we are and we open our houses and or our whanau up to everyone because it doesn't matter if we've known you for 10 years or two seconds you're whanau that's it Um, and it's the beauty of it's one of the beauties of our cultures that everyone is accepted for who they are and they're welcome in and it's something that i talked about last week with the people i uh, interviewed and, and just the way that 
everyone feels welcome no matter where they are in a Māori setting. Mm -hmm. It's always that feel of whānau. Mm -hmm. And so just looking at my own parents and like with my tight, tight bubbles of my squad, mm. I remember when I took my two Tongan friends down to, to my dad's and uh, they met my dad for the first time and they were just, and my dad was like, cupboards over there, fridges over there, yep. help yourself because I'm not going to serve you. Yep. And, they, and so we got in the car to leave again and, and they were like, Wow, that was so cool. Like the fact that your dad was like, go help yourself because I'm not gonna feed you and, and all of that sort of stuff. Same with my mum, like when they met my mum and stuff, and she was the same thing, and that's just what we do. Like you Fano's Fano. That's it. And and that's the beauty of our culture is we we just love everyone. Straight away. Um, yeah. You uh, it love is given first. Yeah. And respect you get respect straight away. If you choose to lose that respect, yeah. that's on you. Yes. <laughs> it's so is it is it's so that way, yeah. And like going back to my dad, that's one of his big things. Like he will love you until you do something wrong to his family. Right. And then that's it. You are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You you started right at the top. <laughs> yeah. Anything you lose, it's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sort of just getting to the end of this and wrapping up. There's a few sort of like questions I like to finish with, just cool. just to get you thinking a little bit. So, how are you encouraging those who are in, I guess, the starting points of their career as a musician or wanting to look at that as a career? How are you encouraging them to find their identity of who they are, but also their their sound or their identity as a musician? Um, I think I actually recently got this advice because I was trying to be uh, all of the things all at once. Um, and I, it's become a really thing, a thing I, I, I'm trying to share as well. Um, listen to that, that part of you that just really loves a particular thing. When we get into playing music, there's this thing of like, um, oh, that's cheesy, or oh, yeah, that's just uh, everybody does that. Man, if you like that, you need to lean all the way into the thing you like because it's in doing it so many times that you figure out your very unique way of doing it. Um, and I really think that for the identity side of things is the most important thing. Um, if you don't give yourself the opportunity to just uh, do that thing you like, you not you're not giving yourself the chance to get maybe tired of the the regular and then start yeah. figuring out your unique way of doing that thing. Do it till you really are tired of it. If you haven't had a chance to, to do that thing then really go all the way in with it. Uh, the other thing is we historically have had an industry that uh, the, the search for an opportunity to build a relationship with uh, a major player in, in the industry is generally what we all strive for. Uh, but I'm beginning to discover that through conversations with people who do work at that level but also um, people who maybe are discovering that there's other ways is that you can build your little waka 
just bit by bit, um, you know, and you don't have to build the whole house straight away. Brick by brick, take your time. Uh, five years will see so much progress. You don't have to make the, the big artistic statements straight away. Just make a statement and then build on it. Today you put a single out, tomorrow you put an album together. The next time it's a visual album and so on and so forth. That's, I think, my, my kind of advice thing at the moment. It's a beautiful piece of advice. And I guess just before I go into the next question, I first thing that popped into my mind when you were talking was, um, I recently listened or watched something that King's um, talked about and where he, he was saying that the Don't Worry About It song, he was told that wasn't, like that was kind of rubbish, it was trash, no one was going to listen to it, it wasn't going to go anywhere and and they were just like, so you're still keen to listen to your first song? He's like, yeah. And it's now double platinum and Hello. it's a massive, Hello. massive song. Hello. And the fact that he was adamant that was going to be his first single and he stuck by his guns no matter what anyone else said and just if you look at that now and where he's at since then and his own producing of his own music now yes. he's such a beautiful artist and yeah I, that was just the first thing I, I thought of because it's staying true yeah staying true uh, sticking to your guns a lot of advice we get from people at a label level is influenced by um, extensive uh, like knowledge they have on what's been done before mm. um, and it's really valuable on the economic side of things because it makes them empowered to help you make good business decisions but on a purely creative um, plat platform yeah <laughs> plain on a clear, yeah. <laughs> on a purely creative plane, I think just trusting the, the stuff that you care about is, is it's got to be the first thing, even if it doesn't succeed. Yeah, that's also a brick. Yeah, hard out. And I guess, and if we put that in terms of Māori, that's our wairua. Yes. And and listening to your tikuna. Yes. And it's that feeling you know inside you that it's, it's hard out pushing and pulling you and yeah. but in your head you're going mm, i'll just put that to the side and it'll, it'll just sit there and sit there and sit, and there. sit there and it was put there for a reason yeah hard out yeah my next pathway for you what brings you the most joy when thinking about who you are I'm a people pleaser, so I've never, I don't lean a lot into thinking about who I am. What brings me joy when thinking about who I am? Uh, so I'm a people pleaser, and because I'm a people pleaser, the thing that brings me, I think, joy is being able to bring light to um, a space being able to bring lately also some level of enlightenment about a thing to to those around me um i i hope that those who are around me um can feel good about themselves 
or who they who they are around me or who they can be and i suppose when i look at myself that's that is what i strive for i don't yeah and i hope i achieve it i hope i achieve it more than i fail to achieve it <laughs> cool and then last one what do you want others to think when they hear your name Um, so I'm trying. There's all these classic kind of um, uh, responses. Uh, I think I like, like the way I answered the last question, like trying to be, bring light into a space uh, because I want people to feel good around me. Uh, I'm, I hope they think I'm just easy to be around uh, for many different reasons. Uh, uh, a, a, a friend you can uh, uh, just talk to about anything whether you're like whinging about life or uh, celebrating something uh, I'm not a, I'm not a party guy so uh, <laughs> I definitely can't say that that's 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 the vibe because I don't drink and so there's this huge I'm digressing. Uh, there's this huge drinking culture thing that I there are a lot of things about it that I don't get and I don't because I'm not in because uh, I don't drink. Um, but I, I suppose I hope to answer your question. <laughs> I hope that uh, people think of me and they think warmth, whatever that means to them. <laughs> yeah. but warmth mm. and just good good vibes. And I think, well, personally, I can say I do when it comes to you and warmth. And because and we've only sort of talked through social media or things like that. But other than coming to your gigs and seeing you around and things like that. But it's, it's definitely something that I caught from you early on. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, I'm glad it's working. Yeah, yeah, and there's just there's just such a I don't know how to put it. Good vibes only. Yeah, and Good it's vibes and, and only. you are definitely that guy. And I do love as well as you sharing the beauty of your music. I also love you sharing the mistakes and the bloopers and the behind the scenes of how shitty sometimes it goes. And, oh. yeah. So so I um for those listening, um, I've uh, I actually should I should I should do I should do more posts of it. Um, in lockdown, I decided I was going to start learning to play uh, more musical instruments, and the first one was the flute. And good heavens, uh, there's some there's some interesting stuff that happens with that. I think I post in my story. I try to post like a little progress of like how it's going, and. Um, we have a culture of I think posting stuff that's at, at its most polished. Um, but it's made me feel real um, uh, pressure to be great and perfect, and, and 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 so then the practicing that I do is not quality practice because oh man, I've got to be I've got to be epic. So I've started <laughs> trying to just share 
the, all the really hairy <laughs> stuff just so that everybody knows yo 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 this is not perfect it's and then i can believe that it's also supposed yeah. to it, it doesn't all happen all at once which is a strange thing for somebody who does this as a profession but it, it really is a case of like we we believe that it has to be super perfect and oh, so yeah I'm, I'm also learning to play the trumpet and it's hairy oh my god <laughs> yeah and, and I've, I've experienced the perfection thing firsthand mm -hmm. so obviously uh with you knowing my ex-partner mm -hmm. very well and just with me loving his sound mm -hmm. and loving everything that he did and always just blowing him up about just the beautiness of, of his of his abilities and his knowledge and his skills as a musician but it was that perfection thing for him it's hard and it, it's it's made even hard I, i'm not i have to be careful about how i say this um going to music school uh creates uh not creates it um makes concrete these these things that we we of how hard we are on ourselves um those who don't go to music school or whatever still have those same issues <laughs> um but i feel like because you're in in this really hyper like intense environment of like you are supposed to be achieving excellence and like a lot of these music schools they don't ask you to 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 become a respectable standard they ask you to be a virtuoso yeah. or at least they don't tell you that you don't have to be that <laughs> you know it's like you got to get an a plus and, and yeah and, and and so we we go to to school and and then we have to nobody tells us hey um it's okay to be okay yeah. you know so like yeah 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 I, I can imagine and, and and you're right he's he's an exceptional musician who I, um, I almost sometimes I wonder if he realizes he is an exceptional musician. Uh, but that's another podcast. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna press forward and uh, yeah. come to the end of the interview. Yeah. I would just like to say thank you so much for having me here. Um, the opportunity to be part of this copapa that you've put together, um, and what it is that you're doing is is powerful. And I appreciate what little contribution I can make, and I am grateful so much for you letting me have this opportunity to just kind of speak on my ideas uh, about uh, the way this crazy world we're in works and, and how everything is working with, with everything else. Um, super honored and thank you so much. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you for that little me. And I guess you jumped on me before I could do mine. But... Oh man, Zimbabwe, Hoki or 
omahipuoro. No kui te wai marie kia nopotahi ia koe i tēnei rā. Kia just to hear the beautiness of who you are and so just so thankful for today and for you allowing yourself to come and sit with me on this kaupapa to share your story of your people but also to share your story of your journey as a musician. Uh, I'm very blessed and privileged to have been sitting with you today and I'm very blessed and privileged to have known you for over the years and to have seen your journey grow and like I said to hear the beauty of your sound and your music and who you are as a musician but who you are as Tangata Whenua of your country and your Afro-funk sound. For those of you, if you want, go and listen to his sound on, it's on Spotify and, and there's so much music in there from Tabani that is so beautiful and I guarantee you won't be disappointed in the sound that you produce. So I'm so looking forward, not only getting to come and see you gig again and, and coming to your shows, um, yeah, I was just gutted that and I'm finally happy my daughter's kapaka is finished, that's happened. And so now there's no more weekend practices. <laughs> but yeah, I'm so looking forward to seeing your next journey and where you take your sound and where you take your music. And like you said, with you learning new instruments now, I'm looking forward to seeing and hearing the standard of that reaching the standard that your saxophone playing is at. And so you are such a beautiful soul. You there's just a wairua about you that's like you said it's it's just there's a happiness about you that is is so um what is the word it's energetic but it's it's just one of those energies that it's it just comes across so clearly and it makes you feel exactly the same oh. um so your warmth that you want people to feel about you that's one thing i think that is that is what I've loved about you and getting to watch you and getting to see you. And I guarantee you, I will one day make you a cake because that's been a long time oh, yeah, coming. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Lord. Yeah, oh, and yeah. I did think about it for today and then life happened and I was like, oh, damn it's it. Okay. It's okay, it's okay. <laughs> this is the first of many conversations. It so is, it definitely is. So I look forward to like catching up over coffee or just hanging out and just hearing the next part of your journey and the beauty that it's going to transition into. Um, so again, my hokia koe te nei rā tabangi, nei rā kumahi mai o hākia koe i runga i tēnei kaupapa i runga i o ponotanga kia kōrero tahi maua mō tō hairinga. Ndino tenda, mai tabasa ko kundipa, you know, mkana o radae, tino bonga, mai tabasa.